right, everybody. Welcome to Revival Town Podcast. I'm Chuck Tate. That's Andy King. Hey, guess what's happening? What's happening? The weather is starting to change here in Illinois. Uh Oh, it's pumpkin spice season. (laughs) I absolutely love the fall. I'm not a fan of the summer, uh, but uh, the fall... Oh man! And you know what? Fall is probably my favorite sedum season. Sedum, sedum, sedum. Because you got to seed them in the autumn. Seed them. Got to get put the seeds in the ground, and then they come out in the fall. And it's you have harvest, and then you harvest the sedum. Then you get all the all the good the, the pumpkin spice. Uh, uh, as you can tell. Uh, we're having a bit of a good time here. Hey, you know, we've had maybe one too many pumpkin spices. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time of year where Starbucks just love it because there's all these people that just go stupid after the uh, pumpkin spice stuff. Like my daughter and wife. Do they uh, do they, they go for that? Yeah. Oh, man. They're in it. I mean, I, I like it. I do like the pumpkin spice and I'll throw it in my white chocolate mocha. Yeah. But I usually kind of stick to my... My usual, which is an iced white chocolate mocha with caramel syrup. But now I get the salted foam on top. Oh. Yeah, you got to try that. See, I've changed in the last few weeks. I've, Wait, gone, I've gone back to the mocha frappuccino. Okay. Just uh, the classic. Just, just a mocha frapp. Mocha frapp. Because you were a white chocolate guy like myself yeah, without yeah. the caramel. Yeah, I, it just... This summer, I've gone to... I, I don't know why people are listening to us right now. But <laughs> I, I wonder that each week. I, just, I know they just fast forward straight to the guest. Yeah. The- <laughs> well, we're going to do something a bit different today. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we are... We're going to chat. Um, you know, we have some crazy lives. Chuck being a pastor of a church and myself running a, a not pro, non-profit uh, in Peoria and uh, and so we just thought we would review our summer we've had a lot going on if you follow us on social media either personally or through Revival Town you'll have seen some stuff that uh, we've been up to this year uh, so we're going to highlight some of the funnies some of the not so funnies uh, and uh just go from there. Yeah. Is that good, Chuck? Is that- that's great. In fact, we'll also give you a, a detailed update on both of our wives. Like Andy said, if you do follow us on social media, then you have noticed that there have been some physical complications that both of our wives are struggling with. It's very interesting because they're, they have been kind of similar yeah, yeah. and, um, and we've shared a little bit, but we'll probably share a little bit more and give an update because people are asking us all the time, Hey, give me up. We want an update. We want an update. We want an update. Yeah. So this is going to be your update. That's going to be the update. An update with Tate and mate. You know what, though? I am a little bit excited. Next week is the Ryder Cup. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, we are recording this before, okay? So, uh, but, but in just a few days uh, is the Ryder Cup. And at the Dream Center, we have a pretty big event this Saturday called Serve the City. Serve the City, which our church is participating in. You guys in. are a part of, and uh, we have... Uh, hundreds of people coming together, and then we go to all these different service projects throughout the city. And uh, but yet this year, this will be the first one ever in twenty years that I am not going to be at. You're not going to be there because you will be at the Ryder Cup. So why don't you explain what the Ryder Cup is for everyone listening who has no idea what you're talking? Sure. About. Every two years, um, Europe get a team of golfers together, and America gophers. Go- <laughs> golfers. <laughs> this is the game okay. of golf. I'm all right. Don't you worry about me. Oh, I, I'm just picking the gopher on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah. So, um, you know. <laughs> so, um, I, fought, um, I play a little bit of golf. I don't play a lot at all, but I play a little bit. I love the riding cup where we used to live in england there was a golf course just 10 20 miles from where we lived called the belfry which is where they've played the Ryder cup funny story my dad once tried to play the belfry an american evangelist rick olson if you remember rick olson oh my goodness rick olson was one of my professors in bible college yeah so he came to our church 
uh, wow. many years ago. And Rick had this dream of playing every Ryder Cup golf course. So my dad gets a hold of the mayor of, of our town and said, do you have any connections? He said, yeah, I can, we can get you on there. So my dad and Rick show up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and it comes to the first hole. And Rick is a brilliant golfer. Okay. Hits it. My dad doesn't make it off the tee. <laughs> and so he ended up walking around. But it's the only golf course, he said, when he got to the tee, they announced who was about to shoot. So oh, you like, got to be. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Talk about pressure. Yeah. And so he hits this thing at it. So so by by the end of the round they were announcing and and here again on the on the fourteenth hole is Benny Hill. <laughs> so yeah, so the Ryder Cup is over the years I followed it. Well, we've got a friend who's become a friend of yours because he's created some Revival Town podcast merch. You got two shirts oh, today. Oh man, yes, yes. I, you know what? I'm, I'm putting this on as we're doing this. Podcast. No one's watching though, but. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, we should, no! I'm glad that we're not got the cameras on today. Oh my gosh, Mr. Tate is topless right now. This is a Christian podcast. Security, <laughs> security, security, security oh, to the control room. Look at that! Don't look be a that. don't be a plonker. That's oh. what's on the shirt with the revival town. So Trent, my friend, lives in um, Jacksonville, and his job is pretty high profile. Um, globally and uh, anyway he was at our house for one of the weddings that we'll talk about in a bit and uh, I said Trent you got any connections with uh, Ryder Cup and you know he giggled and that type of thing and uh, here's a story for you sorry everyone press just press pause in your minds (laughs) he is telling me (laughs) press pause in your mind (laughs) he is telling me uh, so he came in for Ethan's wedding, right? One of my sons got married. The night that Ethan was getting married was the night that they were playing the Field of Dreams baseball game. Yeah. You know, with in, in Iowa. York, in Iowa. Yeah. He had tickets to it. They were putting him up on the property. And he said, I can't go because I'm going to Ethan's wedding. Wow. That's the type of guy he is. He's a real good guy. Yeah, thank you so much for the shirt. Yeah. We really appreciate that. So he calls me two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And Hang says, on, my mind is still on pause. Okay, unpause it. <laughs> okay. So Trent uh, calls me two, three weeks ago and says, hey, what are you doing on the 21st or whatever it is? 25th. 25th. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and it, I'm like, well, I've got this event. He goes, can you get out of it? I said, well, what's it for? It's got to be pretty big. He said, I got tickets to the Ryder Cup for you, which is three hours away from here. Yeah, so which is huge. So I'll be there. For you, I'll be there with my England shirt right. out of oh, Europe. You know. Okay, see what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to ride a cup. I, I can't yeah, wait. It's going to be I amazing. Can't, I can't wait till we can talk about your experience on one of our forthcoming episodes. Yeah, of we will. Down. We will. Now you you play right? You play golf? I, well, I don't know if we would call that. Yeah. I, um, I do. I love to golf. It's it's been a little while. Um, I was supposed to go with you not too long ago, and of course, I wasn't able to sure. because of a wedding. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's, I can't. We got to go. We have that's well, mate. We're going we on the. Tw- we, we're going this week, the twenty fourth. Remember, you're oh, playing oh, in the uh, Dream Center. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Dream Center golf yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have it in my calendar. Okay. There it is right there. Ooh, Golf tournament with Andy King. There you go. So I'm going from that to the Ryder Cup. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's a little bit of what's happening. Yeah. What, what about you? Uh, uh, anything going on fun in your life, uh, Chuck? Uh, uh, you know, um, Apart from, <laughs> apart from blowing up on Instagram, I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Well, that that I don't know. If that was fun. People are, are making fun of me or having fun with me. But no, no, yeah. So I, you know, I'm in. The, I love TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I created this series of TikTok videos called "Things Your Pastor Really Wants to Say." <laughs> 
<laughs> and I actually say most of them already. Um, I am joking. Some people don't take it that way. But no, the mo- most people do. Well, what's funny is I had w- one of those little videos went, went viral on, on TikTok. And um, at this recording, we had, I think, over 85,000 views. Wow. Well, there's this Instagram page called Funny Church Stuff. Yeah. And um, they reposted it and, ta- <laughs> and tagged me in it. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, what? And yeah, getting getting some some fun comments. You getting from, uh, from, feedback from, from that? Um, I've had some really good feedback. Got some new followers, which is kind of kind of fun. But um, most of the feedback has been very positive. You said uh, most, most of it. But there are some people who, um, yeah, they don't realize I'm I'm joking. And yeah, yeah. as a pastor for 23 years, I I don't talk to people in a sarcastic tone. But people, as you know, growing up in a church and around ministry, people, there are people that God sends to you. There are people that God sends through you, right? To your church. And there's people that God sends through your church. And it's hard sometimes, all the time, when you invest in a family and you're there for their family weddings and their funerals and part of their life. When they leave your church, it's hard not to take it personal. Yeah, yeah, right. And I think that's the one of the biggest challenges of pastoring. I mean, your dad would say the, the same thing. Yeah. Um, and there are times where it's it's maybe you just gotta. It's really hard not to take it personal. And there there are really good reasons for people to leave churches, and there are really dumb reasons for people to leave churches. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I have um, in in this TikTok post that is page on Instagram reposted I was making fun of people who leave the church because they're going to go find a perfect church right right Which right there is no perfect church right in, in the post I say well when you get there it won't be perfect anymore <laughs> <laughs> and obviously I would never say that to somebody's face I would pray for them we love people we go after the 99 but you know some people just can't can't get a joke, but not our listeners because all oh, we no. do is joke on Revival Town Podcast. So, um, so thank you for listening and for thank you for your support. And um, yeah, you were talking to me last night uh, about um, how important it is for people to go and do a, a like on the Apple Podcast. Can you, so, can you just- so yeah, so sixty percent. I was looking at our stats, and and um, by the way, we have had listeners from seventy nine countries. That is. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's 79 crazy. countries. Um, um, and I, I found out nobody listens in the U.S., though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, wait a minute. That's funny. Um, no, but 60% of all of our listeners listen on Apple Podcasts. Wow. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. So one of the things that I found in, in studying algorithms not just in social media, but even in podcasts, one thing that really helps extend our reach is when somebody takes the time on Apple Podcasts to give us a rating. Mm. You don't have to write a review. That helps too. But if you would just take a moment. A good rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that TikTok video, they're just getting a one. <laughs> I am going to find the perfect church, dang it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, so... Yeah, give us a give us a, a five star rating. No, give, just just um, yeah, it helps when you when you do that. That'd be great. It, it extends our reach and it puts our podcast in front of more listeners. So, yeah. so thank you for being being willing to do that. If you have an iPhone, just open the podcast app, search for Revival Town Podcast. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, maybe you listen through Edify or one of our other anchor channels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you're one of our new um, faithchannel.tv app listeners. Yeah. But if you could take a moment and just open Apple Podcast, find Revival Town Podcast, and give us a rating, yeah. that helps us. Thank you. Well, we've had a, a pretty busy summer, both of us. And uh, so we thought we would go through some of the funnies, some of the not-so-funnies of, of our summer. Um, what were some of the highlights for you this summer, so the, the the biggest highlight for for me was our family's twenty two day cross country journey in an RV. That was just 
epic. Even though we were going for, you know, medical reasons, so my yeah. wife could have have surgery. It was so fun with the kids, and um, my mother in law was with us, and um, she's no longer with us. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, uh, still no, at so, the Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still there, chasing the squirrels. <laughs> no, but um, uh, but yeah, we went to the Grand Canyon and just driving through the mountains of Colorado, being in the desert. So many highlights. Um, our Airbnb um, had a had a pool, and the backdrop was a mountain range and just cactuses. And it was just, it was beautiful, and it was exactly what what my family needed. So that's definitely the highlight of my summer was that trip. And, of course, my wife had surgery, and it was successful. She's had some complications um, afterwards, which we'll get to. But that was my highlight. Just, to, yeah. yeah, what a great, great fun trip. And, and, and what an experience driving an RV, backing up an RV on the side of a mountain, plugging in with all the all the stuff, man. I, I, I totally... Learned how to be a, a real RVer, you know, with, yeah. you know, having the extension out and plug it in, dumping the black water and the gray water and yeah, yeah. filling the, the potable tanks with the water. And, and then you had a trip to the dentist. I had an unexpected trip to the dentist. But you invented it, something. I invented something. So, if yeah, um, a, a piece of my tooth fell off on this road trip and left a nerve exposed and if you've ever experienced that kind of toothache there's there's nothing no kind of pain that's worse than that oh that i've experienced i mean just i can't function so yeah i found myself in a walmart buying all kinds of stuff and i couldn't get relief so eventually what i did is i took some chewing gum yeah you look at you the inventor. i put some some medicine on the gum to medicate it <laughs> and then i pushed that gum over my exposed nerve where that chipped tooth was to cover the hole and that's how I had relief and I just had to switch out gum all day long until I was able to get to the dentist in Phoenix. Wow. Okay, yeah. so it I'm worked. Gonna, I'm going to tell you something now that you don't know about. Okay. 2 days before, 3 days before I go to Clay's wedding, which was last weekend. Yes, in Idaho. In Idaho. I go to the dentist. And I have chipped a tooth, <laughs> and I've got to have a root canal. Oh! Now, it's not exposing the nerve. Uh, and in fact, I may just take the tooth out, because it's at the back. No one sees it. Okay. And it will save me $4,000. But <laughs> And I'm not joking. Um, but, yeah, it... But the same thing has happened uh, to me recently with this, uh, this tooth. I've chipped it, and... Yeah, now, and like I said, the nerve's not showing. Okay. Um, so you have I pain, can, discomfort, bit of discomfort. I'm on, okay. I'm on some meds, you know, to try and, you know, mm. antibiotic type stuff. Okay, <clears throat> you know, so, uh, so yeah, but that, that explains a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but I so. thought I saw you streaking on the Ryder Cup. <laughs> wait, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so yeah, but. Just before Idaho, that's that's what we were doing was was going to the yeah, dentist. Yeah, yeah, you know, our, our lives, so many things similar. It's crazy, it right? Is, it is. With both of our wives on experiencing pelvic floor pain, and then yeah, I, I, uh, my tooth, your tooth. It's just this is crazy. It's right? crazy. We're both yeah. crazy. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That, and so, go right now to Amazon.com and order our new book, Dancing <laughs> with the Dummies. <laughs> Oh, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, you've got to go back to Chris Spicer's podcast that we did a few weeks ago, and I totally botched the name of his book. Here I am saying this is an amazing book; it's great. Oh, it's amazing. Go and see. Dad, go go and watch Dadzy with the Dummy. <laughs> that, that was the most epic moment on Revival Town podcast for me. Yeah, for me, I almost slid out of my chair. Oh. Yeah, that was just that was epic. Yeah, yeah. So. Good stuff. I, I love doing this with you, mate. Oh, it's great. It's great. I mean, we do. We, we felt today we could just share a bit of highlights from our lives. And, yeah. and a lot of people really do love some of the stuff that we we churn out. Not just the interviews with people, but the behind the scenes of our lives, the 
Tate and his mate stuff and some of the funny stories we come up with. And we thought, well, this week we'll just do something a bit different. You know what? And we've even been able to, to meet some people who are our listeners. So I just want to give a shout out to Trucker Jeff. Yeah. Who listens every single Monday and and ended up coming to our church as a result of Revival Town Podcast. Wow. So, so cool. So Trucker Jeff, you rock. Here's another crazy one. Someone, I, I forgive me, uh, I, I the name... I can't remember who it was. Someone sent a check to the Dream Center to bless the Dream Center ministry. And all it said was in the in the memo was Love Revival Town podcast. Wow. Yeah, so that was cool. So that's who, cool. whoever did that, thank you. Thank you. Thank that, you. That is that's really special. So, uh, so, so, yeah. so what was your favorite part of the summer? Well, obviously the two weddings, uh, you know, bittersweet, right? Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Um, Ethan got married um, just a few weeks ago. Clay got married last week, uh, so we had we had two weddings in three weeks. That is just insane. Two boys as a dad. Wow. Yeah. It but, was, but but really cool. Really special. Yeah. And you had quite the journey <laughs> on the way to Clay's ceremony oh. and, and the rehearsal because this wedding was on a mountain you, you gotta you gotta share the story i'm gonna share this and we gotta post a video because we will people will lose their mind watching what absolutely. you're gonna share about absolutely oh man okay so we we made it to idaho everything was going good we've now got to get to the rehearsal dinner which is about the re- we've got to get to the venue where the rehearsal was and where the wedding will be and that was about 45 minutes away I'm just leaving the Airbnb. I don't think I told you this. We were just leaving the Airbnb and Clay and Maddie, who were getting married, they texted us and said the interstate is blocked up. Because oh, it, it was Labor Day weekend. Oh, right? snap. So <clears throat> they said it's blocked up. So me thinking, oh, well, I'll just, you know, with, with GPS now, I'll just find another route. Right? <laughs> so I find a route that it says it's only eight minutes more. <laughs> so I click it and we go and it's we're going along Lake Quarter Lane, which is unbelievably breathtaking. Twenty six mile lake. Right? Yeah. Then it says turn left. So we turn left onto this road and we start climbing. And remember, we can see the interstate, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still backed up. So we're like, yeah. oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Then it goes to a dirt road, right? And we are in the middle of no... There is no, <laughs> there is no cars. There is, there is no barriers on these, yeah. you know, three, four, five hundred foot drop cliffs that oh. we're on. We, I am I am white knuckling it. I am freaking out because there is nothing around, right? <laughs> nothing. This is your detour. Detour. So my wife's laughing. This, is, this isn't the video. No. Well, we the, did post this but, one, but but this isn't the the one that you're talking about. And, you know what? That's the one I saw. I saw the wrong one. Oh, mate. Okay. All right. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it here. Oh in a yeah. Second. So so right now we're going around these these dirt roads going down and then climbing up and coming down but it's dirt roads on the mountain on these on these roads right and then we finally right get to where um the location is pinned you know what i mean like yeah, like yeah. and it says you have made it to your destination well they had told us when it says you've got you're at your destination you'll see a dirt road to the left take it and what the <laughs> what maddie's stepdad said to me was once you start climbing do not stop your car oh my goodness so the story behind this venue is maddie's friend got married on this venue on, on this mountain that her dad owned about a month. So this dad owns a mountain. This, yeah, this property, right? Wow. Owns yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah. So, wow. So the best friend got married on this mountain about six weeks to, wow. eight, to eight weeks earlier. Yeah. Okay. And then Maddie and Clay said, could we have our wedding up there? So 
Which you got to see the pictures. Yeah. Because it's, it's the most beautiful thing ever. Ever. Beautiful. I've yeah. never, never, you know, the views are just incredible. So we turn, mate, <laughs> and it is a one, one road, not road, forget road. It's it's a track. One uh, track. A trail. A trail. A path. One car. Okay. This is it. I knew I should have took a left turn at Albuquerque. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we, we turn, then my wife starts recording again. My mom and dad are in the back. My dad's holding on to the to the thing. He's telling me, stay left, stay left. Don't go right. Stay left, stay left, stay left. And at one point, he's going, stay left. And, and we had moved. And I'm like, if I go any left, we're going three, 400 feet down. And, I mean, I was... I don't normally get too scared. I was really scared on this, right? Yeah. So we, well, I remember you texting me saying, man, you got to pray that we get down. I remember you yes. freaked out because there was going to be no lights. Right? Exactly. So, oh, my so the rehearsal dinner. I, I'm sweating just listening. Oh, so the rehearsal dinner, it gets done and it's still light. So we get down before it's dark. But all day, I am panicking all day because I know the wedding gets done at 10 o'clock at night. And it is Pitch so the, rece- the reception was up there. Everything, too. Was, everything up there. was up there. Okay, everything was up there. They built really? like this shed where the some people are was. still up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's the other thing: me and my dad were in charge of the rehearsal dinner. They were going to do a barbecue, right? <laughs> and so me and my dad are cooking. So we've got all this food in the back. We're we're going up there. Oh my goodness! You anyway, can't... we make it up there. And it was like you said, it was breathtaking. We we got the rehearsal dinner done. Came down next day. We went the interstate the next day, <laughs> and uh, and and the wedding went incredible. Uh, they you know they're now back in LA, and and uh, that's where they live. And uh, but it was it was unforgettable, crazy. right? It was unforgettable. In the in the the view really was breathtaking, absolutely majestic. Yeah, if you got a um, Andy Britt on social media you'll be able to see i mean there's some pictures right it looks like um like a backdrop that we've been photoshopped into it looks that breathtaking well i thought you guys were shooting a hallmark movie that's how good it <laughs> i'm telling you it could have been a it hallmark been, movie. Uh, uh, yeah but yeah so th- they were the highlights and obviously ethan and Peyton getting married uh, and last night, just last night, when we're recording this, um, I said goodbye to Ethan and Peyton. They are driving as we speak out to Los Angeles, and uh, so Clay and Ethan, with their wives, are going to be living less than five minutes from each other in Glendale, just outside of LA. And uh, as I've mentioned before, Ethan uh, is working at Mosaic Church with Erwin McManus, and uh, so he. He gets to physically be there from next week. He's been working remotely the last two months or so. But uh, so, it's, so, how, so how are you doing with that? I mean, I know that's not—it's not easy. It's You're- not, especially. Um, you know, Clay's been out there a little bit, and it was very tough when he left. Um, just because I was close to my boys and still am, you know. But uh, Ethan, um, I think I took it a hair bit harder. Uh, not because I love him more or anything like that, but we work together. Ethan yeah. w- is behind all the Dream Center marketing for the last four years. So all the events, all the Mission Peorias, Serve the Cities, every, anything you've seen with Dream Center in the last four years, since really we got back from, from Nashville, Ethan's been behind all that. Videos, everything. So, graphic design. Graphic design, everything. So, um, so... There's a side of me that's really tough in seeing him leave because we had grown even closer the last few years. And I, I put it in a post last night. We didn't see eye to eye and everything. Um, but yet we got on really, really well. So it, it's been uh, it's been and will be a little tough um, having them both out there. Um, LA is not the easiest city to get get to and get around and that type of thing you know and so. even to live in right now with everything that's going on yeah yeah, yeah. so but, but what an opportunity to, to to make an impact and you have raised them well no, i think great me. job dad yeah um, well you everything know, you've instilled within them and now they're out yeah. doing ministry and what a 
Really, what a what a what a cool legacy. Yeah, and you know, Teresa, my wife, she, you know, we, we homeschooled all those years, and um, and a we, we did that. <laughs> Shut up. But, the Lord, the Lord, <laughs> but the, you know, the, one of the reasons why we did homeschool wasn't really to uh, so they have better education, um, but it was so that they could create. Um, we knew that creatives. It's going to get it's going to get controversial here, right? But creatives do find it harder in schools. Mm -hmm. Um, We we pigeonhole everyone in school that they've got to be on the track at certain times in their life and in their ages. Absolutely, and yet that's not, especially with creatives, that's not the way they function. I mean, I know you've got a creative that. Your son is incredible at some of the stuff he does. You, you know, it's so interesting you, you, you bring that up. And you were instrumental in me talking to you about the, the homeschool thing. There is a, um, there used to be, I should say, a, a negative stigma attached to, to homeschooling. Until the in, pandemic. In some, in, in some circles. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, everyone was doing it. Yeah, right? until COVID. I, yeah, then, then uh, it was the cool thing to do. Yeah, it was the cool thing to do. And for our son... Both of our kids went to a private Christian school. My daughter is still there and um, loves it. And we love the school. We yeah. love everything about it. But there were some things that my son went through. Mix that together with the creative that he is. Yeah. Throw in COVID. Throw in mom being sick. All those things combined, we felt it was best for Ashton to pull him and to homeschool him. And... Fast forward to the present. He is thriving. Yeah. Absolutely thriving. And those those creative juices are flowing. I mean, he is so much more creative than than I am when it comes to um, all things art and yeah. um, just drawing and design. He's just really, really gifted. I'm prou- oh. proud of him. But it, it, it's been really what, what set the fire was kind of releasing them yeah and i think what you can do is you can fan that flame easier um you know you can you know ethan and clay um we allowed them to really pursue the, obviously the, the music is the big thing right yep. um you know it's funny i wrote a post about ethan for instance uh going out to mosaic and even with clay being out there because of the pandemic None of them guys have seen Ethan or Clay play music, right? Yeah. Now, we're talking about two guys who, you know, they played for Martin Smith. They're, they're pro-level musicians. Absolutely. We go to Crosspoint. They're the youngest kids they've ever had on their worship team. Normally, there's an 18 and older uh, rule. When my kids got there, Clay was 14, 15. Ethan was, um, you know, Clay... Ethan, Ethan was 17, Clay was 15, 16. They did one, re, one like, audition, and they're like... They're in. They're in. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, that, but that's because over the years, we were able to fund that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were able to expose them to music. You, you fan that or fund it? <laughs> no, okay. A bit, bit of both, mate. A bit of both. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. yeah. So, 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 you know, it's, it, it, it has been a great summer. It's, it's been a... Sad, just just for us, just for them going and being yeah. so far away. It's not like we can drive there tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me ask this: How's how's Joy? Your daughter Joy is a teenager. She's the same age as my daughter. How how is she doing with both brothers now married and in LA? I, I think she has taken it the worst. Hmm. Um, I think she she'd really got close to Ethan in the last two years, uh, mainly because Clay had moved out you know just before covid and so they'd got close over the last year and a half two years she's still close to clay no doubt about it and now you know she's got like two sisters so to speak Mm, uh with their wives and they they do treat her really well and so there's um, a podcast called sister wives but that's not the same thing (laughs) My I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, so yeah, so she's she yeah she's, but you know she's got a great great friend group at her youth group at the church, 
uh, and she went to camp. That was a brilliant thing for her, yeah. even though everyone but her came back with COVID. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she no. Had, she had had it before, but uh, so she was okay. But, um, but you know, it, yeah, it, she'll feel it a little bit, but she has got that friend group that will help her out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Everybody gets to hear her at the end of every podcast. Yes. That's it's her, her voice. voice at the end. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so it's been a good, good summer. Uh, you know, a lot going on with Dream Center and stuff like that as well and trying to navigate the whole COVID thing and what we can and can't do. And, you know, same with you with church. I mean, tell us a bit about how things have been for you, Chuck. Well, um, you know, we've been, um, I shared on this podcast what my wife's gone through yeah. and our trip to Arizona and that surgery was successful. And I, I have to say before I give the, the update that I'm so pleased with, with our team. And I just have to give a shout out yeah. to the staff of, of Rock Church who have um, graciously led and um Without missing a beat, in in my absence, I was gone. You know, three three Sundays, and um, we just have a great team. So I just got to give a shout out to all of our pastoral staff. There were six pastors on staff at at Rock Church, and I just love getting to to do not just ministry but but life with them. In fact, last week's episode, Chris Papazis yeah. shared, yeah, and um, he's our executive pastor. So um, kind of. Yeah, he was um, he he serves remotely and drove up from from Missouri to to speak one of the weekends that I was gone. But um, so wh- where our family is at right now, we we got back from Arizona on a Monday night, and by Wednesday she was in OSF. Here, here's what happened. Surgery was successful and minimized that pain in her pelvic floor for the first time in three years. We were rejoicing, jumping up and down. Um, um, it brought me to tears just to see yeah. after this three-year journey of, of, of pain to see relief um, for her. It was so good. But what happened was she ended up with a spinal leak as the result of a failed spinal anesthesia. They tried to do the spinal and they couldn't get it. They tried an epidural. They tried for an hour, and she got poked and prodded. And yeah, I saw like the, a, like a human pincushion. Yeah, my you know my wife is very close to your wife, and she was sending pictures. I mean, her back looked just yeah, like was, bruised yeah. all over. Yeah, she. Yeah, it just it was like oh my goodness. Um, so they ended up putting her under. I wish they would have put her under from the beginning, but um, it is what it is. So she had a spinal leak, had to get something called a blood patch in Arizona. We got back, and she still had the same symptoms. So she ended up in the hospital, had another blood patch, spent 12 days in the hospital, and then was discharged to bed rest at home. We had to rent a hospital bed and have it delivered mm-hmm. to our living room. And she's still there. She's still on bed rest. Symptoms have not improved, unfortunately. The good news is, by the time this airs, we will have seen um, a new neurologist, and we're believing for a new plan of action. This is something that we it will get better. Sometimes spinal leaks, you have to have multiple blood patches. Sometimes you have to be on blood bed rest for up to six weeks. We're hoping not, because we're just ready for this new beginning. With oh, man. you know, and now we have this this setback that's you know. Um, human error, unfortunately. So, yeah. we're, but God's faithful. He's gonna He's gonna see us through, just like He's gonna see you guys through, because you've been on your own journey. Yeah, we, just before we went uh, to Idaho, the Friday before, um, we uh, drove up to Chicago to a specialist up there to do a nerve block uh, on my wife, um, uh, tailbone region pelvic floor area same thing as what you guys have been going through uh went up there had the procedure came back um and i'll be honest we we haven't really seen any change change um and so uh you know we're we're back now we're now going to be meeting with other specialists and uh, therapist that we've been going to, physical therapist and things like that. Our wives have the same physical therapist yeah. and the same urologist. How, yeah, how wild is that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. 
So um, well, we're, we're praying for Teresa. Yeah, yeah, and we're praying for Annette. I mean, there hasn't been a day gone by since we've really been doing this podcast, you know, or even before that we haven't been praying for Annette. And, um, I mean, it's enough to put up with you. Let alone, <laughs> let alone <laughs> they go through this medical stuff. But, oh man! But yeah, it's forty-one will come though for come both on. of us. You know, I, it really we it really, really uh, both of us would really appreciate your prayers. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that um, <sighs> both of us didn't think we would be sitting here, right? Mm-hmm. A year later, yeah. still dealing with some of this stuff, yeah. and so uh, so we're just praying it through, and um, yeah, man. Yeah. So no matter where you're at, and I know that some of our listeners are going through some things. Maybe we should stop and pray for for our listeners. Obviously, we appreciate the prayers for Teresa for Annette. Um, but I know we have people listening that are struggling and that are yeah. hurting, and this podcast has been a breath of fresh air for them or a um, shot in the arm uh, to fuel their faith. And I know it has been for me to hear the stories of our guests, but just to be able to, to do this, we don't stop. We keep moving forward. We're trusting yeah. God. We really do believe what we preach, yeah. um, what we say, and what we podcast. Yeah. God is faithful. He is going to see us through, and he's going to see you through, and we just want to take a moment to encourage you, our listener, not to throw on the t- not to throw on the towel. Right. Even though you feel like it, we 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 feel like it at times. It's it's hard. There are days where we feel like we don't want to get out of bed. There have been some days where I didn't get out of bed, and um, even here recently, um, a couple of days ago, I just didn't feel like doing anything. I was tired, and I'm tired of seeing my wife struggle, and it's how it affects the kids, and it affects her, and yeah. um, obviously that carries over. Onto you, yeah. And um, like a couple of days ago, I just you know what? I just kept going back to bed, stay in bed all day. And finally, I got up and said, "Okay, um, man, I'm going to go run. I'm going to put on some worship. I'm going to break through." And I yeah. did. Yeah. I put on that song. It might get loud by Elevation Worship. You oh, heard that one yet? Yeah. Come on yeah, now. Yeah. So should we, should we pray? You want to? Yeah. You want to both pray? Yeah. yeah. You want me to start? Yeah, man. All right. Kick us off. God, we just thank you for the opportunity to do this podcast. We. Uh, for for me and Chuck, it it just uh, it's a highlight for us in our month, but also uh, helps us to sometimes bring perspective uh, on on what's going on in our lives and in in the lives of others. Uh, we know that there are others that are going through way more than what we are going through, but uh, we pray right now for those situations. Whoever's listening right now, we pray that you will. Uh, be the God who heals and comforts. God, we pray for Teresa and Annette. God, we, we need a breakthrough. We need a, uh, just some things to, to really just uh, come into place. Uh, God, we just pray that you will heal them right now and, and bring restoration to their bodies, we pray. God, we pray that uh, you will you'll bless the, the listeners. Uh, and if they're going through something, God, we pray that you'll touch them or their family members or friends, whoever they're thinking of right now. Amen. Amen. Father, right now, I just join my faith with with Andy's and others who are listening. Your word says, if two shall agree on anything that we could have, whatsoever we say. So we just say healing's coming right now, God, for, yes. for those that are listening, for our own wives. We command peace to be still. We ask you to remove anxiety and discouragement and depression, and we just replace it with the peace of God that passes all understanding. We thank you, God, that when we cry out to you, you hear us, you respond to us. Your word says in Psalms 34, 18, that you are close to the brokenhearted. You rescue those whose spirits are crushed. So I thank you today, God, that you're literally helping people get up. And I thank you that their faith has been fueled as a result of these stories and your word, and you're going to hold up their arms. And we just, we look back to Daniel chapter 10, God, Daniel prayed three weeks later, an angel showed up and said, God thinks highly of you. Then the angel said, I'm here in response to your words. From the moment you first prayed, a decree was issued in heaven. And the angel went on to say, that he would have been there sooner, but there was a battle going on. And 
Ar- Michael the archangel came and assisted him. So God, when we read that passage, we know that spiritual warfare is real, that there are things going behind the scenes that we cannot see with our natural eyes. There really is an unseen realm. And we just trust you that as we pray, a decree is given in heaven that you do respond to our words. I yeah. just pray that we will hold on and stand strong until the answer comes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, you're a good prayer. You should be a pastor or something. <laughs> good problem. More like a plonker. <laughs> hey, talking about plonker, you know what's next? Hey, let's do it. Well... If you are listening for the first time, we've done things different today, okay? I'm just just putting it out there. We normally have guests, and we just felt like we'd do something a bit different. But uh, And every every uh, few months, we, we'll probably do this, just keep people updated, yeah. and, you know? Um, but we do a thing called Tate and His Mate, where I threw, throw a English word, slang phrase, whatever you can come up with. And uh, my American friend has got to try and guess. Did you know that Matt Redmond and Jeremy Riddle, who is an American guy, they have their own podcast? Have we talked about this before? You Not on the podcast. You mentioned it to me uh, several weeks ago, or a few weeks ago. I'm like, uh, and they do a thing like this. I am sure they listen to our podcast. Oh, come on now. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Jeremy. Oh. Matt. Matt, what are you doing? Give us a shout out. So, uh, so yeah, so so we're. I bet you they listen to ours to get words. I bet Matt yeah, Redmond's yeah, listening yeah, to yeah, his yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so hey, you know, uh, before you give me this, so you know what I've been doing. I told you. Oh, come on. So on Siri, my iPhone, <laughs> I just changed my voice to a British female voice. So now every time I talk, so several times a day when Siri talks to me, it's in a British accent. Like your own, so I, I am learning. I'm, I'm, I'm with my ears. I'm hard of hearing, so yeah, I'm yeah. starting to, uh, I'm starting to understand the accent more. Now, here's the thing. I just thought about this. I wonder if on Siri, if they have any of these slang words, you know what I mean? Hmm. We're gonna, you, we're gonna have to find out. You know what I mean? Like, or, or do they stick to American language? But on, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Yes. So, like, when I ask questions sometimes, and when Suri talks back, will she talk back in English slang? Yeah. Brit- would Brit- they, British slang. Would she throw one of these words out? Yeah. You well, know, that's cute. If it happens, you know what I mean? we're going we're gonna to actually re- get that voice on here. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, figure we're it gonna, out. We're going to have some fun. Okay, right. so. Okay, let's do it. Um, this has become a very famous word in England. It has always been a famous word, but especially during a new show. That's on in England. That now is the number one watch show on Amazon. Really? Yeah. So, are you ready? I'm. I'm ready. What's the show? Or can you tell me? Well, well, I'll tell you that after I've done the. Okay. But you really don't know diddly squat. I don't know diddly diddly squat diddly squat diddly squat. Okay, diddly squat diddly squat diddly squat. Hmm. I don't know nothing. I don't know Diddly Squat. I don't know nothing. Don't know anything. That's exactly what it hey, is. Hey, all right. It actually right. means anything at all. Okay. Okay. So there is a new uh, TV show called Clarkson's Farm, right? Clark- Clarkson's Farm? Yeah. I don't know Diddly Squat. You don't know Diddly Squat, Farm. but yeah. you need to. Okay. I need to. So I'm still watching sh- The Crown, though. Uh, you were telling me you've been yeah. pretty amazed at Come some on, of the. I'm, uh, I'm getting it. It's been it's been really good. But sorry, does that mean so, to interrupt you? So Clarkson's farm is the guy in it is a guy who's a very famous guy in England for a show that was called Top Gear. It's a car show, most watched show, um, and it now is called the Grand Tour on Amazon. Okay, and they they have these crazy adventures in cars and things like that. He also does and hosts Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in England. Okay, this yeah, guy does. Yeah, yeah. So, track with me on this. Okay. 2019, he owns a thousand acres farm. Okay, this guy does. The guy who normally manages it for him retires. So, in the middle of 2019, he says, how hard can it be to be a farmer? I'm going to farm it, right? 
Wow. And they and they film it. They create a year long. They film him for a year, right? Yeah. Well, this thing it's a it's an amazing show. I well, mean, we'll there's a out. few dodgy bits. Just letting everyone out there know few few language words. Um. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, so, but it is the funniest thing. Now, the reason why Diddley Squat has become famous is because he's from th- this farm is in this little small town village in England, and then the farm is just outside the vi- this village has like you know a hundred people, if that. There, wow, it doesn't have Diddley Squat. It doesn't have Diddley Squat, but it does now because what he did was he created a farm shop, right? That yeah. is called Diddley Squat Farm ah, Shop. Right? Nice. So it's called the Diddley Squat. So uh, so it's become way more. So I thought I'd throw that out. Diddley Squat. We, you know, you don't know Diddley Squat, do you? I don't you? know Diddley Squat. So there you go. Well, tell people how they can connect with us. Revivaltownpodcast.com. When you go there and you click on Listen Now, that'll take you to our anchor page. And there are a gazillion podcast platforms to listen to. So, so, so listen, give us a rating, and uh, maybe drop us a message, and we'll, we'll play it. Awesome. So, awesome. It's been good. Well, thank you again for listening. I know this week was a little bit different, but we had fun, right, Chuck? Oh, man, yes. It's keep, been good. Keep praying for us. Keep praying for our wives. And uh, we will be back next week with an amazing episode. It's, it's, I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revival Town Podcast. Make sure you're following us on social media and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, head on over to RevivalTownPodcast.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.